Hey, it's yet another moment of bitter, brutal truth on your 24-hour, seven-days companion, that is Radio Radio. And this is Contradictions with Jeremiah Enaholo Kadiri, that local champion, all the way from Auchi, Edo State. Today, like always, I'll be provoking your thoughts and unsitting your butts with nothing less than the truth about being black. So, waiting they pain me today, now the copy copy when we copy when no carriers go anywhere. Yes, imitation and its limitations is what it is that I will be doing some bit of justice to. And as usual, the only way you can learn from this podcast is to open your mind like a parachute to enable it work. So sit back, relax, and increase the volume of whatever you're listening because contradictions will be right back. Welcome back. Now let's set the ball in motion. For the sake of emphasis, let me lecture you about some of the nitty-gritty you must know so we can begin to flow without friction in the course of the show. Number one is the word imitate. It means to follow as a model, to make a copy or to copy as well as make a semblance from. The next one is the term imitation the act of imitating or a copy of something thirdly let's look at limits this is concerned with some sort of restriction a bound beyond which one may not go it could also be seen as the final utmost or furthest point limited is the next while it may seem as the past tense of the word limit it means to be within specific limits or something or someone in a position beyond which it cannot progress. Furthermore, the last but not the least is limitation. This is the act of limiting or the state of being limited. It can also be seen as a restriction that limits something. Now, the most interesting one from the area of defining limitation is that a limitation is seen as an imperfection or shortcoming which limits something's use or value. Let's listen to Gabriel Okara's piano and the drum. When at break of day, at a riverside, I hear the jungle drums telegraphing the mystic rhythm, urgent, raw, like bleeding flesh. Speaking of primal youth and the beginning, I see a panther ready to pounce, the leopard snarling about to leap, and the hunter's crotch with spear poised. And my blood ripples, tense torrents, topple the years, and at once I'm in my mother's lap a suckling. At once I'm walking simple paths with no innovation, ragged fashioned with the naked warmth 
of hurrying feet and grouping hearts in green leaves and wildflowers pulsing. Then I hear a wailing piano, so speaking of complex ways, and tiered ferret concerto, and new horizon with coxin dominendo, counterpoint, crescendo, but lost in the labyrinth of its complexities, it ends in the middle of a phrase at a dagger point, and I lost in the morning mist of an age at a riverside, keep wandering in the mystic rhythm of the jungle drums and the concerto. Now, the piano and the drums is a poem that in less than three minutes explains how we left our own to grow up in the confusion of an unfamiliar and confusing culture where we are stripped of value and restricted by limitations we placed on ourselves. Some of the imitations that have taken us aback, we hit our earlobes in a jiffy. I'll be right back, so don't go nowhere, okay? Welcome back to Contradictions. In case you're just joining us, we are discussing imitations that have become our limitations. And I am Jay Khan. Now let's talk about westernization a little as we go. According to Wikipedia, westernization is a process whereby societies come under or adopt western culture in areas such as industry, technology, politics, economics, lifestyle, law, norms, morals customs, traditions, values, mentality, perceptions, diet, clothing, language, alphabet, religion, and even philosophy. Westernization has been a growing influence across the world in the last few centuries, with some thinkers assuming westernization to be the equivalent of modernization. How was westernization propagated? Well, it is true colonization, slavery, the media, and now imitation. After the era of colonization, and of course slavery, and aside the adverse effect of the white interference in Africa's length and breadth, I have had to focus more on how we have undone ourselves to further, you know, give away our identity as a people and as a black race. Let's begin to you know talk about some of the little things that we have imitated and have not taken us anywhere all right the first on my list is language now language is the window through which ideas feelings and instructions are communicated it is symbolic as it tells about the identity of the communicator who communicates with a given language sadly the black race now takes pride in according respect to one another on the basis of how well one speaks and understand the language of the Englishman. 
we have wallowed in this artificial aggrandizement for so long a time that our indigenous languages are going extinct. Many black people can no longer speak their mother tongue nor do they understand what is being said when spoken to insane. Even those who have never crossed the shores of their villages now boast of being fluent in a foreign language at the detriment of the one they were born with. The danger is enormous, okay? Lost your language, you lost your identity. Even in the curricula of learning, indigenous languages have not been given, you know, attention in the front burner of the scheme of things. A pointer towards how deliberate we are at throwing away that which matters most in favor of secondary and tertiary matters. Africa today prides itself with the highest number of English teachers and learners, but little can be said to be the derivatives accruable from these efforts at speaking and writing in English. Now the next one is clothing. Clothing, fashion. Though clothes are meant to cover our nakedness and or offer our some sort of skin protection, like language, it goes a long way in telling the world who we are. Africans had their modes of dressing. We had traditional attires. Once upon a time, our women were proudly wearing the Kanga attire. It's a different ball game now. They'd rather be wearing spaghetti and other see-through wears. Names like Jalaba, Dashiki, Bubu, Bogolamfini, Kanzu, Gomesi, the Madiba and Safari shirts, Kemis, Hamis and its Hufiyad are now gliding towards extinction in favor of what? Western designs. Today, we have black people who you'd never see in their native attire yelling, Black Lives Matter far away in the white man's land. Well, let this be a topic for another day, okay? So let's go on. Another area we have copied so well without much improvement is medicine. Traditional African medicine involves indigenous herbalism and spiritualism. Long before the advent of modern medicine, African herbs catered for cancer, psychiatric disorders, high blood pressure, cholera, venereal diseases, epilepsy, asthma, eczema, fever, anxiety, depression, urinary tract infection, gout, as well as healing of wounds and burns. As soon as the Europeans invaded our shores and everything in between, we threw our medicine to the dust without giving it a thought. Away from that, the next is food. We had a good self-sustaining network that enabled us as Africans to be nourished by the vitamins and nutrients derived from nature's abundance. Fresh refreshing dishes naturally made for engendering of good health held sway until we started eating spaghetti, macaroni and the likes. We started throwing away our food and eating foreign made dishes preserved by unhealthy chemicals. It is a shame today that Africa imports virtually everything which she consumes, even though she has doubly the capacity to produce her needs. We invest so much in foreign countries to get rice, flour, and even import soup from China. We wait 
upon the West to develop vaccines for ailments nature has already given to us as cure. We adorn ourselves in imported wares and accessories at the detriment of developing our traditional clothing lines. We promote the speaking of English while our mother tongue goes extinct under our watch. How low do we hope to go? The elite and political power holders who should know better by virtue of their position and exposure are front burners in the imitation trend that has, is, and will continue limiting us. How? Now listen, a black councillor, local government chairman, commissioner, representative, senator, governor, or even president wants his kids or words to school abroad in the white man's land like white among white children. They host their birthdays and anniversary parties overseas in the white man's land. They go on vacations with families as well as shop abroad. In fact, we copied our style of governance and even though it hasn't yielded any positive positivity like it has done for the whites, we have copied from, we die here. That is, we die here. We don't want to try any other options that will perform that which we want for the development of Africa and Africans. In all this, Heavy sums of monies are exported to the white man's land that provides jobs for their youths and are used to develop the entirety of their societies while we grow fat and heavy in the unemployment cocoon that currently ravages Africa much more than any virus we ever do. We copy, copy and continue to copy without any positivity to bring forth from what's been copied and where we are copying from. Waiting the painting more be say. We've copied to the extent that we now proudly wash away the beautiful melanin nature gifts us in exchange for a white complexion that is alien to us. Imagine blonde blacks, as in a black lady wearing and preferring a white woman's blonde hair to her natural Afro curls. Imagine black gents dyeing their hairs to white. Why? Well. Predictions will be back in a jiffy. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Contradictions on the Stables of Radio Radio. I am Jeremiah Inakulukadewi talking about the imitations that have limited us as a black people. So far, I've brought to four imitations that have limited the development of our language, African traditional medicine, food sufficiency, and clothing. There are many others. How about the way we now copy the religion of the white man? That we have accepted that the white man who came to invade, enslave, rape, and exploit us gave us a good religion, makes mockery of our being as Africans. Today, on the social spectrum, 
we have millions of black people who blatantly have refused to be identified by their local names. If all Africans become so ashamed of their mother tongue and traditional names to the point of refusing to speak and name their kids same, it will soon be the dawn of a lost race, a reality that is currently challenging our identities. We are gliding towards an era of identity crisis born out of copy copy. What's worse than losing our identity? Are we going to lose it before we realize the need to make amends? Here's what Moxin Hamid says. It is not always possible to restore one's boundaries after they have been blurred and made permeable by a relationship. Try as we might, we cannot reconstitute ourselves as the autonomous beings we previously imagined ourselves to be. Something of us now is outside and something of the outside is now within us. That's Moxin Hamid speaking. Okay, H.P. Lovecraft in his book The Dream Quest of Unknown Kadat says No death, no doom, no anguish can arouse the surpassing despair that flows from a loss of identity. How would the world treat us as soon as we lost it all? Will they be fair to us? When we who should be emulated in terms of our rich cultural heritage have lost all that is worth emulating in the course of imitating foreign cultures, what will those who we are busy imitating make of us? What will they make of us? Let's listen to some of the responses of our respondents in the course of preparing this piece. Us, and that's why they treat us the way they do. 
so i feel black we are our own limitations if only we can embrace our supposed weakness or discover that there is strength in those weakness uh from uh, the imitation the consequences of some of this imitation is seen in uh these negative things that are coming up recently you see uh because of the emulation of the west you see the, the attitude the respect we used to have for elders is going uh, there is this recent thing that is trending uh gay homosexuality because the americans have and the west in general have seen it as something that is normal it's normal for you to engage in homosexual homosexual activity we now in africa now are now uh, kind of <laughs> are not taking it as something that is not a big deal. Emulating the West tend to have effect. You will not be sympathetic in terms of whatsoever they are uh, they are doing. You will be sympathetic. You will be inclined towards their own activities and actions. And uh, as such, you tend to like push away your own culture. You push away your own uh, kind of ideology and way of life. Then you will be enslaved forever to their own way of life. There is a high level of moral decadence today because of higher level of copy that our youth or blacks are engaging. The funny thing is that the people you try to to copy, the people you try to live their lives, sees you as a slave because only an apprentice may want to copy his master. Only students may want to copy the assignments on the board. Today we copy the way the white talk, cook, and dress, living our culture. Uh, there's nothing wrong in imitating someone. In life, imitation is a natural thing. Because during the formative stage of a child, you discover that a child embodies the parents as a role model. In society, we all look up to certain role models. So the whole idea of picking a role model is that you feel that that person you who you are taking as a model is worthy of emulation by virtue of the fact that the person has a superior value, a superior culture, or is preeminently established over what your goals are. So because of that, you feel that, okay, you can emulate. It's naturally life. But from the standpoint of emulating bad values, bad cultures, to the extent that you now become slavish or manacled by that same imitation, is something I would not subscribe to for Africans. When you are faced with a challenge that demands a solution or a decision, you have two choices. You can either emulate the example set by others, or you use your own creativity and intelligence to formulate new ideas. The former emulating others is a weak approach, because you can never be better than those who you emulate, except you strive to improve upon what you have what you have taken from them. So the best bet is that, given the very rich background and diversity of the African culture, it is expected to look at our inward and create solution deriving from our own creativities and intelligence and ingenuity. That is only when 
we can move forward ahead and become independent of those who see us as inferiors. Welcome back, and this is the Contradictions, reaching you from the stables of Radio Radio. I am Jeremiah Inahunukadari. Most people call me JCAD. It is disheartening that even though studies have shown that the black rays are the Earth's originator, we come last in the scheme of things owing to the self-inflicted inferiority complex that has led us to become slavish copycats before those who invaded our homes, made us slaves, Bought our traditional institutions, exiled our chiefs and others, raped our mothers, and drew us far back. It is sad that the black race seem not to be concerned that our culture is being eroded daily as we try to take up westernization in the guise of modernization. We have resorted to copy a way of life that is alien to us and seek help in the hands of those who do not wish to help us grow to provide solutions to our problems instead of looking inwards, exploring indigenous potentials and preferring local solutions. No wonder Marcos Gave opines that the race needs workers at this time, not plagiarists, not sophists and mere imitators, but men and women who are able to create, to originate and improve, and thus make an independent racial contribution to the world and civilization. We have copied wrongly and our identity is paying the price. Special thanks to my respondents for their responses and a big thank you to you for listening and being with me all through this session. With this, I draw the curtain on this week's episode of Contradictions on Radio Radio. I have been Jeremiah Inaholo Kadiri. We'll be back with you next week, same time, and on this same platform to continue the discussion of being black. Bye-bye.